0: tax credits for businesses no it's not a top secret program but you may be in the dark what's happening guys i'm glad to have you here listening in once again i'm your host eric powers with Skyblue wealth where we talk about making it to retirement and saving enough money to make retirement an awesome experience which is not the case for everyone who reaches retirement age so we hope we are changing some of your folks lives out there and what's the topic du jour We're gonna highlight small business deductions and business tax credits that you don't wanna miss out on coming into tax time. As always, thank you to our subscribers, and if you have yet to hit that follow button, please go ahead now and subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. Oh, and stick around to the end of the show. I've got a staggering stat about signing up for social security. So let's get into the content, folks. I wanna break down a few tax items that could make a big impact on your income tax bill, and those are business tax credits. These are even better than tax deductions as they don't merely reduce your taxable income, they actually reduce your tax bill at the end. For example, if you owe $10,000 in income tax and you get a $5,000 tax credit, your tax bill is cut in half. Sounds good, right? No, that sounds great. Okay, now we did a show about electric vehicle tax credits and a few other small business tax credits and we'll link to that in the show notes. But now, we'll highlight the tax credits that are not as well-known, but you can still benefit from as a small business owner. You don't hear about tax credits for business promoted much in D.C., but we're going to get into them here. First up is getting a tax credit if you have employees and they took a family medical leave. Now, the law says an employer must offer for qualifying employees a minimum of two weeks of paid family and medical leave yearly. And this tax credit offers between 12.5% and 25% of certain wages paid to qualifying employees during the time off. Don't worry, if you think you missed the boat on that credit, say in 2020, you had some employees take family medical leave, see, you can take advantage of it within three years of filing your tax return. You don't want to leave money on the table, so just go check your records at some point to see if you did. Unfortunately, we all know Uncle Sam and he'll be glad to waste your money, I mean, spend your overpayment if you allow him to. Next up, we have the Disabled Access Credit. This credit is for small businesses that spend money on building access for those with disabilities. So there's an IRS form, which is Form 8826, which gives the details on the qualifying costs. Small businesses can use the tax credit every year for costs that are incurred toward increasing access to their building. Check with your tax professional a little closer on that because there may be maintenance costs to those access points that you hadn't considered too. Perhaps those access points require winter upkeep, like somebody salting or shoveling them. Or maybe you have to have a maintenance person check the stability of railings on some regular schedule, say. I don't know what you have going on with your property, I just know that you need to think past surface level in case there are tax credits that you're missing out on, such as this particular one. And before we move on, one more quick point. Tax credits are not affected by your business tax rate like deductions are. So that's another reason that tax credit opportunities should never be ignored, because they can make a major impact on your bill. They just don't get talked about as much as deductions. Alright then, our next tax credit is coming straight out of the horse's mouth. The IRS page for the Energy Efficient Home Credit reads exactly like this. Eligible contractors use form number 8908, to claim a credit for each qualifying energy-efficient home sold or leased to another person during the tax year for use as a residence. Wow, this is the only simple IRS explanation on their entire site. Of course, once you dig a few clicks deeper on this, one thing that you see is that the home sold has to meet certain energy-efficient metrics. It's a lot to know, but it's worth knowing. The credit amount is listed at $2,000 or $1,000 based upon the energy saving requirement of the home. And another confusing part of this one is who can claim the credit. The home builder only or could say a third party contractor that the builder hired. From what I read and what I understand, it makes sense. This credit is for the builder as he had an ownership stake in the home and was involved in the construction. Third party contractors do not have an ownership stake. Now, you may think $1,000 isn't a big deal, but I'd rather have it than not. Plus, most builders are building more than a few homes each year, so that $1,000 or $2,000 credit could multiply many times over. As you can see, though, this is a quick factoid. D.R. Horton has built over 950,000 homes since 1978. That is huge. Holy moly, how many nails is that? According to my calculations, a bleep tonne. Okay, on to the next credit you've likely heard of or used. This is the credit for small business health insurance premiums. And it began with the Affordable Care Act, the ACA or Obamacare. It's meant for companies providing small business health insurance to employees. The health insurance is a cost that goes up almost every single year, which is even more of a reason to utilize this and other tax credits. Now, the next credit has very little info on the irs.gov site, but it's called the Distilled Spirits tax credit. So feel free to talk to your tax person about that one if your business relates to any part of that arena. And if you have lots of employees, this next credit is something to look at at some point. Credit for employer-provided child care facilities and services. Generally speaking, this credit would be for building a child care facility for your workers. The max credit for each year as stated on the government site is $150,000. So that's big potential on that credit, but obviously a big cost to construct a daycare center, right? Again, don't kick yourself if you happen to have done this in the past, but you didn't claim it. Remember, you can claim the credit at any time within three years from the due date of your return on either the original or the amended return. Moving along, we have the new markets credit. Lots of stipulations on this one, guys. Your business may be eligible if it made qualified equity investments in a qualified community development entity. So a CDE, as it's known, is a domestic corporation or partnership that meets the following requirements. Its primary mission is serving or providing investment capital for low-income communities or persons. It maintains accountability to residents of low-income communities through their representation on any board of the entity. It's certified as a qualified CDE by the Community Development Financial Institution Fund and the Department of Treasury. Qualified CDEs also include specialized small business investment companies and community development financial institutions. Whew, that was a lot of reading of exact wording for this new market credit. I'm going to run through the names of a few more small business credits, then we have to move on to tax deductions for the sake of time. Okay, so there is the orphan drug credit. There's the biofuel producer credit. There's the empowerment zone employment credit. There's also the carbon dioxide sequestration credit, low sulfur diesel fuel production credit. And there are more on the list, but they get pretty niche and a couple are covered on another episode that we've linked to, as I mentioned earlier. We've also posted a link in the show notes to the full list of business credits listed on IRS.gov. Don't be afraid to click, they don't bite. At least I don't think so, although it is connected to the IRS. Okay, never mind. Let's move on to the deductions part of the show. But first, I can't stress how crucial business tax credits can be. You don't want to overlook ones that your businesses could be eligible for. And with that, let's get into small business tax deductions. We'll roll right on through these and we'll actually be posting a related blog post on this very shortly so that you can also have a scanned list of these deductions and credits. So be sure to find our blog on our website, skybluewealth.com. Okay, first is the deduction for inventory. It's a real nightmare to track for businesses from the complaints I've heard over the years. Counting stuff is like not a lot of fun, unless it's money. But now, if inventory is one small part of your business, you may overlook some costs that are connected to possibly deducting. Like what? Well, obviously the cost of those items, right? But shipping costs are connected to inventory. So are storage and labor costs, and I'll quote here, including contributions to pensions or annuity plans for workers who produce the products, which are now part of your inventory. Next up is utilities, which may seem like an obvious deduction, but not to somebody who started a business out of the blue or was forced to do so because of job loss, you know, as for home utilities, if you're doing business out of the home, those can trip you up if you're deducting 100% of those costs for your home-based business. Yes, you can get guidance from your software, but you can't beat the face-to-face accountant or enrolled agent to help you with these things. You'll sleep better at night as a result. And by the way, did you see where several of those tax software companies were sending private taxpayer information to Facebook? It had something to do with ad tracking pixels. And so things like your email address, filing status, refund amount, dependents, college scholarships, and information related to income was sent to Facebook's database. Really, it's scary stuff. Folks, if your data is online, it is subject to being lost, stolen, or accidentally deleted. All right, I'll leave that one where it is. The next deduction you can't help but use is insurance. So many forms of insurance just to get into and stay in business. Be sure that you maximize this deduction because, as I said, health insurance is always on the rise, but so are most forms of insurance. Alright, vehicle expenses can put the hurt on a profit and loss sheet. So you have to recoup some of those costs come tax time. Believe it or not, there are some folks that buy a new vehicle each year in order to get a tax deduction. Now, in reality, they are actually depreciating all of that vehicle in a single year as an expense. And when they sell that car, they are supposed to recapture that depreciation. That's a matter for another day. And unfortunately, the same doesn't apply to a bass boat. Your wives will catch on to that trick, and trust me on that. But seriously, you have to tally up auto insurance, mileage, depreciation, or lease costs, and repairs that come into play as well. Deduct all that you can while staying within the guidelines. It's hard to do, and it's sometimes a complicated system, so the better organized your records are, again, the better you'll sleep at night. An A-plus on your return should always be the objective. It keeps the IRS from your door. All right, what have I got next here besides auto costs? You may also use other large equipment in your small business too. So tractors or trailers, mowers, lifts, that kind of thing. But in office settings, you may also have copiers or computers or accessories and tools that you use to run your business, which may have a possible tax deduction. Some people even rent greenery, uh, you know, the indoor plants for the office. Uh, Of course, that's something to check on with your tax pro. If the money comes out of your business account, it is worth looking to see if it can be deducted at some time in some way, shape, or form. Next are advertising and marketing costs. Advertising is a little more straightforward, it's easier to understand. You run a Google ad, you paid for it, you get to deduct it, or you rent a billboard ad, or you put up lawn signs, or you sponsor a sign at a baseball field. Marketing is a little bit broader. Say you pay someone to consult you on marketing, then that cost could be included in your marketing deductions. It just depends on how your business is structured, because it might be better to use an expense like that in the 1099 freelancer column as opposed to advertising and marketing. There's no one size fits all for everybody, right? Just know that you don't want qualified deductions to be left off your tax form altogether and pay more than you should. I'm gonna have to run through these last few deductions or I'm gonna keep you guys for overtime and I didn't build that into the budget. All right, here we go. If you have software expenses, those can qualify as deductions. Meals while traveling are also deductions. Entertainment, on the other hand, not a deduction. Travel expenses and bad debt can usually be deducted. Bad debt is money that's owed to you, but you have no chance of getting. I don't mean to bring it up, but you know that loan to cousin Johnny, well. Obviously, employee salaries are deductible, but don't forget they have bonuses and other benefits that you're paying them that you could deduct as well. If money goes out of the business and is deductible, don't waste that opportunity to save the money. Last one, guys, you can deduct many tax related expenses. That's funny, right? But true, professional fees paid out, like to a CPA, your EA, or an attorney. And those tax payments that you made during the year may be deductible as well. These taxes could come in many forms, be it from local or state or federal governments. All right, we got through more than I thought, even though we went a little over. The main point to recap here is that tax credits will not make the nightly news not tax credits for business owners anyways. It's on you to ensure that you know as much as possible about the credits and what your business may qualify for. And stay abreast of rule changes on those programs and set up alerts so that you find out about the newest business tax credits. And the same goes for deductions. Even if you have a tax professional who's top-notch, keep in close contact so that you're in the loop, reason being, it's ultimately your business and your money. Plus, if you ever have to change to a new accountant you wanna be able to articulate how things had been set up in the past. Any questions about those business credits? Please give me a shout. Oh, that social security tidbit I mentioned before we wrap. Check this out, patience pays. According to a report from thebalance.com, if you collect social security benefits before you turn age 70, the typical middle-aged worker will get $225,000 less in benefits over their lifetime by collecting too early. That's nearly a quarter of a million dollars that you don't wanna waste. Now, if you're on the fence about financial decisions like that, give me a call today. I'm happy to help. I hope you have a great day, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor.